Good morning for the CJRU Morning Mixtape. I am Donovan LaCroixy, and returning to the show in person, who I haven't seen in a very long time, I've got Mr. Timothy Spokes. How you doing? Honestly, I'm doing great. Thank you for an amazing opportunity once again. I appreciate it to be here and to see your growth and to see my growth. It's just like, it's beautiful to see it. So I'm happy to be here. Well, I said Mr. Timothy Spokes. I I did because you were formerly an artist. Mm. You still do music, but you've taken a break. Mm. But I have some exciting news. You are a teacher. You are a motivational speaker. And you are a content creator. Do you want to talk about how you got into all of those things? Okay, so first things first, thank you for your question. I appreciate it once again. Um, I would say the reason why I got into those things is simply because I knew that my life was greater than just quote-unquote being quote-unquote regular, right? And I truly believe that my life is designed for me to serve other people. So the careers that I'm in now, I'm able to serve other people because I love being able to help other people, genuinely help them to understand that they're beautiful, that they're amazing, and that they're special just the way they are. Mm-hmm. And what does it mean to be beautiful and amazing as a person? Uh, for me, I truly believe that being beautiful as a person is just having good intentions, having a good heart, and being willing to serve other people. And when I say service, this is what I mean. I mean, leaving people better than how you found them. That's what I mean by service. I truly believe that when you serve other people, you're serving out of a place of gratitude, out of humility, out of out of a place of love, and you're genuinely trying to make someone else's day better or life even better. So that's why I'm, I'm grateful to be in the positions that I am now, because, you know, God's put me in a place where I'm able to be a blessing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, how are people warming up to this reception? when you're just so full of joy and being bubbly. How do they receive this? Honestly, it's, first things first, thank you for the question once again. I would say people receive it in a way where at first it's kind of like, oh, this guy's really happy about life. Like, this guy's so joyful. Like, how how do I get like him? Like, you know, why is he so happy? And it's crazy because it's very contagious. That's what I've realized and what I've learned is that when you spread positivity, when you spread joy, when you spread love, when you spread peace, those things are very contagious because people can feel it when it's genuine, right? When it's genuine coming from a real place, people can feel the love, people can feel the energy that you give them. And it takes some time for them to warm up, obviously. But overall, if you keep showing up with that love and that peace and that joy, eventually people will absorb that and take that with them for the rest of their life. So you got to constantly be that, I guess, inspiration for them every single day and when you get to be that person for them you allow to you you allow them what's inside of them to come out of them that joy and that peace that's already in them they just have to find it first mm-hmm. now talk about your book because you did write a children's book and you're speaking at different high schools middle schools and elementary schools talk mm-hmm. about that okay so i wrote a book called i'm amazing and i love it i love it it's beautiful it's literally a book about different ethnicities different races um different types of people in general that have different gifts and talents right the reason why i wrote the book is simply because i wanted children specifically to understand that they're special just the way they are that's the main message of the book that allow children to understand that they are amazing just the way they are. And I truly believe that if you can get it to them, that message at a young age, when they get older, they won't have a problem trying to find their purpose. They won't have an issue trying to find where they belong in life because they found that at a young age. Imagine talking to a grade five saying that you're special, that you're loved, and 
teaching that grade five, you know what, you're good at soccer, keep pursuing soccer, right? And that grade five says, you know what, I'm going to pursue it from now and to become one of the greatest soccer players in the world. Because they realize that at a young age, this is what I love to do. I'm going to put all my energy and my time into that. And if I can be that person to ignite that spark inside of them, I'm happy and I did my job. Mm-hmm. You know, So I'm grateful for that opportunity. Mm-hmm. And what do you say to those young people right now that don't have that confidence in themselves? They just mm-hmm. think, well, my purpose really... Drake gives me that purpose. <laughs> Glorilla gives me that purpose. Um, Lil Baby gives me that mm. purpose. Why should I care what you think? The one thing I'll say is this. is because when you live a purpose-driven life, you'll experience the joy that you always want to experience in general. Because this is what I learned. People don't want to be sad and upset and depressed. People don't want You don't want to be that way. No. Right? No one wants to be that way because they're not designed to be that way. Right? So... What I'm trying to tell you is, this is how do you find joy in life. This is how you find peace in life. This is how you find what you're called to do in life. It doesn't matter what your age is, though. It doesn't matter what you look like. It doesn't matter what your, your background is. Because at the end of the day, everybody has a purpose. And what whatever that purpose may be, it may not be to be the richest person in the world. It may not be to be the most successful person in the world. But at the end of the day, if you're happy with what you're given and you're happy with how life is going for you that's all that matters mm-hmm. you know so that's what I, I strive to tell people all the time you can listen to me if you want to doesn't really matter for me all i'm telling you is that you're called for a greater purpose so use that calling that's on your life to serve other people and also to help yourself i think a lot of people are just sad nowadays or upset nowadays because they lack a sense of purpose mm-hmm. so if I can help people understand what their purpose is, that means I fulfill my calling too. Mm-hmm. So. Now, how did the teachers take it when you're speaking at these schools? How did the teachers like it? Honestly, they loved it. They loved they loved the message because, like I said, as a teacher, a lot of kids just want to feel heard and appreciated. A lot of kids just want to feel heard, to be honest with you. A lot of kids don't get that from either their parents or get that from their friends or their family. And they just want to feel loved from somebody, right? So if I can be there to be a quote-unquote inspiration to them, it's beautiful because they look at me as someone who's like, oh, he's doing something great with his life. He's being successful. I can be like him when I grow up. If I'm spreading the message of find your purpose, find your calling, serve other people. If they want to be like me, that means they're going to be people who are purpose-driven, who found their calling, found their purpose, who are serving other people, which is beautiful because that means you're spreading more love in the world. Is is And that's exactly what we need. We need more love in the world. And if you can be that, Gandhi said it the best, you can be the change you want to see in the world. And if you can be that change, I promise you, you can change not only your life, but the lives of other people. So. Mm-hmm. And you're doing that. Yeah, literally. <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally, literally. So I love it. So is there going to be another children Children's book you're working on? There are multiple. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. There are so many I wrote. I wrote like eight books. They're all in the vaults, and I'm gonna release them one by one over the years. Uh, the next book I'm probably gonna release is Black Is, and it's literally a book helping Black students specifically understand that they're needed, that they're wanted, and that they're not, just because they look different doesn't mean they are different. That's what I want kids to understand. And I do that. I, I I did my workshop at multiple schools before the Black Is workshop, and it's powerful because of what I do is I get kids to read the book for one. I read the book to them actually and then i get them a a blank piece of paper and i make them write black is in the middle they can decorate it if they want to and then around it they write powerful words around it like you're beautiful you're smart you're intelligent um you're strong you're fast all these different things to give them a characteristic for being what being black means Mm -hmm. because i feel like a lot in this generation people just don't see their value you know and if you get judged for your skin you get judged for who you are just something that you can't change right this is who you are right 
if you can accept those things for yourself and understand that you're special, that you're wanted, that you're needed, and that you're just uniquely made on purpose for a purpose, then you'll truly realize that at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what other people want to say. It doesn't matter what they think because what matters is that you know you're powerful. You know you're strong. You know that you're beautiful on inside out. And if you know that personally, you can spread that externally to other people. Mm-hmm. And we know black is beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's unique. Exactly. It's what do you call it? What was your favorite one when they said black is? So, someone said black don't crack. And, and I was like, you know what? You're not wrong. I feel what you're saying. I, I know where you're coming from. But like, I know what they mean. I know what you mean. But, but these days said. it is cracking, to be know, honest with you. And anyone listening, it's cracking. <laughs> I know. So that's, the, that's probably my favorite one. But ultimately, besides that, I think someone wrote um, home. Someone wrote that. Black wow. is home. Wow. And, and that was powerful for me because just knowing that someone can see that their skin, that the people around them that look just like them, they can they feel like they're at home. Wow. You know, it's powerful for me. So that's beautiful. That wow. Was. Black is. Wow. Now, you do speak at churches as well. Do you want to yes. talk about that, that you do speak at churches as well? And empowering the youth with this type of positive mm-hmm. wisdom. Biblical. Yes, wisdom, yes, okay? <laughs> yes. So, so I, I speak at churches too, and that's beautiful too because being able to spread my faith in a positive way is beautiful to me because I'm Christian for for one, and being able to be spread God's message, spread God's word in a practical way. So when I preach, I spread God's word in the most practical way possible. Like I dissect the word mm-hmm. and try to get people to understand it in a way where they never understood it before. So instead of me saying, for example, walk by faith, not by sight, I could say that, right? Oh, good. I got a couple claps for that. But explaining how to walk by faith, for example, I'll say this example. Getting into York University for um, just regular school getting to get my degree, right? I remember in high school, I was trying to get into York University. You know, I got my little 75%. I was like, you know, I got a 75% average. Maybe I can get in. But it was crazy because I didn't get a high enough mark in chemistry. And they're like, you know, if you don't get a high enough mark in chemistry, you're not going to pass. You're not going to get in and you're not going to get into university. And I was like, yo, that's crazy to me that just one mark, I can't get into York, I can't get in. And they're like, no, you got to get at least higher than the 80% to get into York University with chemistry. And I was like, you know what? Bet. What did I do? I took summer i said i took a summer a summer course to bump up my grade right that was me walking in faith because i was praying god let me get in let me get in let me get in let me get in and god's like no i need you to put in the work i need you to put in the effort i need you to walk by faith to say you're gonna get you're, I'm, you're called to go here and i want you to go here but i need you to put in to exercise the faith and that's all i want to do teach people how to exercise the faith because it's one thing to know it but james talks about it to be a doer of the word mm-hmm. and that's what i want people to be to be a doer not just listen to it but be a doer how can i express what the word is telling me in a positive light in a practical way so that's when i when i preach at churches i'm like you know what let me explain this in a most practical way most practical way possible so okay and you are getting into teachers college yes. do you want to talk about that because and congratulations by the Thank way you. for that How does that feel now? Actually putting Mm. that into practice where I even told you way before I saw you as a teacher and working with kids. (laughs) First of all, y'all listening, I appreciate Donovan so much more than y'all would ever know because he's been in from the jump, from the jump, okay, from the start, okay? Before I started, but when I started music to now, like it's from the start. So you've seen all the transitions and I'm grateful to become, like to be becoming a teacher because I feel like teacher's college for me is going to be more, I guess more like like a purpose-driven type of experience because I know being a teacher for me, I can impact the lives of so 
many kids. Me speaking in at schools is one thing, but becoming an actual teacher is a whole nother ball game. Because now I'm going to be with these kids eight hours a day, five days a week. <laughs> so like my purpose that I have going into teachers college or going into becoming a teacher is how can I serve the next generation? And literally, not only teach them what they need to learn, obviously, but how can I teach them life skills, life lessons that they can use in their in their daily life as a practical way? Because everything that I say is apply this to your life, apply this to your life, apply this to your life. Because I want these kids specifically to understand, like I said, that they're special, that they're beautiful, that they're wanted. And if I can be that teacher to them, not just a teacher, but like a friend and like a, uh, I guess a guidance, a guidance counselor to them, that would be amazing. So that's what I'm grateful for to become a teacher. Okay. Like help serve kids, you know? All right. Everybody. Could we be a guidance counselor too? Yeah, Timothy, the I guidance have, counselor. I might have to do it. Stop out to do it. Because, like, I'll tell you this: my plan. This is my plan. Actually, okay. my plan is to become a teacher and then go from teaching to become a guidance counselor. Okay, that's the plan. That's okay. Actually, the plan. So yeah, we're we're behind you. Yeah, what's wrong with that? I, 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 I appreciate it. I appreciate it. There we go. All right. So, what's your message? What do you want to tell other teachers working mm. in the trenches? They've been in this for years. What do you want to tell them about the students? I want to tell them that students have problems of their own, right? And always strive to be empathetic to these kids because, like I said, kids deal with things in a different light. As an adult, it may seem like, oh, you just, you, you, you lost something. Oh, you're upset. Why are you upset you lost something, right? But to a kid, that's their world, right? And you can never forget that the, all that a kid knows right now is all that they know. They don't know about the rest of their life. They don't know about those things. All they know is what's happening right now in this current moment. So when they're upset about something, when they're trying to understand something, when they're trying to grasp a concept, the best thing you can do is literally be there for them and be empathetic and say, you know what? I understand where you're coming from. How can I help? That's the, that's the key word. How can I help? Because a lot of kids deal with things in a home life, especially children from ages, I would say, kindergarten up to like grade eight or even higher than that. Divorce is happening at home or parents separating or arguments at the home or moving neighborhoods. There's all these different things that kids go through all the time. And no one asks them because they think it's not serious. They don't think it's that deep. They don't think that um, they should have emotions like that. You, you, don't, you don't get life yet. You don't understand what life's going through. Just wait and see. And like, obviously, that's true to a certain extent but they're still going to be upset because this is all they know right so my message to teachers is this strive to be empathetic to your students and strive to understand and see their perspective because if you see their perspective i promise you they will respect you even more because you're trying to help them with what they're going through instead of trying to force them to try to understand their emotions and they will never understand emotions until they get older and understand it if a kid is like six He's not going to understand what's going on at home when his parents are leaving. They don't understand that. All they understand is that daddy's not in the picture no more. Mommy's not in the picture no more. Mommy and daddy are arguing. That's all they know. That's all they know, mm -hmm. right? So if that's all they know, from the knowledge that you have, be empathetic and say, you know what? I can be a father figure. I can be a mother figure to this kid right now who's dealing with these things, right? You don't have to, like try to be a, a caring mother or anything but it's like asking how are you doing did you eat today are you having fun with your friends simple stuff like that because kids gravitate to those things so mm -hmm. that's what i would say and what do you want to tell the teenagers that still they're thinking i don't understand why you're talking to me for <laughs> like this is so boring i just want to listen to a bunch of hip-hop mm -hmm. music and soak up my troubles yeah, I know. so what do you want to tell the teenagers listening to this message one thing i want to tell the teenagers is this understand that what you're going through right now will eventually fade away time will literally fade it away and i think a lot of people don't really understand that concept that the longer you go through life and the more you're in life the more you grow right 
things will seem like they're problems right now, but eventually it will fade away. Hmm. Eventually you'll think back, oh, I remember when I was going through this, but now I'm here now, right? But it's all about you literally understanding that eventually things will fade. Eventually you'll get better. Eventually you'll be happy. Eventually these things will happen, but you need to take the first step, which is at a seeking counsel that counseling that you need, seeking the help that you need, finding a good group of friends to keep around you, keeping a good Christian group around you if you're a Christian, if you're not, right? There's so many things that you have to kind of developer in your in your life and as a teen there's so much more to life than your teenage years i'm telling you right now you may think that this is the world but i'm telling you you can if you have your 20s if your 30s if your 40s if your 50s 60s 70s there's so many more so many more years on your life so don't think that you're this is it this is all that my life is high school is it high school is not it you have so much more life to experience but it's up to you to get through what you're going through right now to reach the next section of your life mm-hmm. so that's what i'll tell them And any young person that's listening, he said it. But again, I'll remind teenagers, if they're interested in listening, high school is not the end-all, be-all. It's really not. I always say that. It's not the end-all, be-all. When you look back at it, sometimes you might not even miss it. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) All right. And to the people that you speak to at church on a daily or weekly basis, what do you want to tell them? I would say Proverbs 4 verse 23, which is guard your heart above all else because everything flows from it. And the reason why I say that is because our hearts, what we keep in our hearts is what flows out of our hearts. So if you only put evil into your heart or put envy or jealousy or any one of those evil, wicked emotions into your heart, those are the things that will come out to other people. I always say this quote to people all the time. A lot of people have broken hearts, okay? And it's not good for you to bleed on people that did not cut you. I think a lot of people need to understand that because a lot of people are out here with broken hearts bleeding on people that did not cut them. It's you have to find healing either from God, find it from Jesus, find it from reading books, poetry, podcasts, whatever gives you that sense of healing. I want you to find that sense of healing because if you don't heal your broken heart you will literally just express negativity towards the world because you feel that that's the world that's why i said that's what the bible says guard your heart above all else because if you let those things into your heart i promise you you will express those things to other people so that's all i tell i guess the christian friends out there guard your heart because there's so many things that are trying to come for your heart to make it wicked and deceitful and evil because the devil knows if he gets your heart he gets your intentions he gets your attitude he gets your behaviors all these things because he knows if he gets that you're not gonna be serving god anymore you're gonna get so distracted in how the world sees you or what you want to do in the world or what should i do now and and god is trying to tell you that when you focus on me when you focus on god i'm telling you right now that your life will only get better because god is only there to help you get better but if you focus on what you can achieve and your and your the glory that the world can give you you will literally lose sight of who you are and what you're called to do so that's what i tell people all the time guard your heart if you don't guard your heart the devil will have a foothold the bible says that also don't let the devil have a foothold into your life because if you let him have a foothold into your life he'll eventually crack open the door and lead all these negative things into your heart what you don't need to have in your heart yes that's what we should guard our hearts and anybody else so who's not a christian find some good support Mm. groups if you don't want to be a christian this is not preaching to (laughs) anyone i'm just letting you know we're not preaching Mm. or throwing just saying if you want a good support group 
and you don't want church, let's say you're a person that's just not interested in it, fine, good, there's good supportive groups, right? Exactly, exactly. That so. should be able to get you through whatever you're going and stop bleeding on people who don't deserve it. Mm -hmm. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> love that. I love that. No, you're right. No, you're right. No, you're right. All right. Did you want to throw out your social media platforms and the book in case? Yes. So once again, my name is Timothy Spokes. Um, that's Timothy and then S-P-O-K-E-S. -E um, you can find me on TikTok. I think it's right now I have over 85,000 followers on TikTok, which is pretty crazy to me. 2.1 million likes pretty crazy so you can follow me on tiktok it's great um instagram timothy underscore spokes um yeah those are, those are two platforms that i mainly use so you can follow me on there um but honestly and my book also you, you can google me type in timothy spokes.com it'll pop up it's crazy and my book is on there you can go to books tab and you can see my books i'm amazing and i wrote another, I wrote another book called um, reignite your sparks for like couples and stuff and i'm gonna release black is soon so if you want to get any of those books go on my website it should be there honestly there's only the ebooks on there right now so it's like five books for the ebook nothing crazy so you can get the ebook and yeah support me if you want to and honestly like i said before i'm grateful for the opportunity first of all thank you for putting me on the show i'm grateful to be here and honestly just remember that you are loved you are appreciated that you're needed and that you're wanted here Mm -hmm. so, and we'll get back into music you think eventually we'll, we'll 2024 we'll, we'll put out an album we'll definitely see uh, what happens we'll uh, definitely see what happens <laughs> okay and the favorite content from tiktok in case maybe there are people that which which one would you encourage them to listen to honestly pretty much everything on there because everything if, if, if you're in a relationship then yeah listen to relationship advice uh -huh. but also have like preaching on there I'll also have like just messages to say like you are loved, you are appreciated, stuff like that. So it's really a positive space. So if you want positive content, you know, follow my TikTok because it's positive content every day, literally every day. So if you want to get some positive videos, follow my TikTok. Positive, not negative, yes. not <laughs> gossiping, not oh, did you hear what he did? Did yeah. you hear what see what she did? None of that. That's mm -hmm. not Timothy's page. If you're looking up for that, I can give you resources, <laughs> okay. good ones too. No, I'm joking. No, we want positive young people, okay? Mm -hmm. We already have enough gossip, slander, and hate in the world, okay? So, on that note, thank you so much for coming back. I so appreciate it. You're a friend, and I've watched you grown, and I'm going to continue to watch you grow. And for CJRU 1280 AM, I would love to thank the future teacher and the future, future inspiring Timothy Spokes. Thank you so much. Much. I appreciate it. Thank you once again. I appreciate it.